Hello, you are now listening to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast, where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. I am your host, Joy. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 19 entitled The Day After I Do. I have a feeling that the part of the story that they're not telling us, you know, what happens after the princess and her knight in shining armor ride off into the sunset, is probably the part that could actually save the world. We tend to have this very one-sided view of what it's like to be married because typically that's the end of the story, you know, and then they lived happily ever after. But even as a hopeless romantic, I'm also a realist and I know that building a life with someone is so much more than the fairy tale that they tell us. So that's why I invited my best friend and her husband to be on the show. We recorded this podcast in Maryland the day after their wedding. And LaShonda and Rob share some really funny and interesting details about their love story, about moving in together and what it was like adjusting to living with your significant other, um, their engagement story, as well as what was going through their minds as they were walking down the aisle. I was the maid of honor, so I also kind of give you my perspective of what it was like to be alongside my best friend as she was planning her very own wedding. Included in that is a bit of a, could have been a wedding weekend fail, but The groom came to the rescue and similar to the fairy tales, he rode in on his white horse and saved the day. So I am so excited for you guys to hear this conversation because, of course, in the midst of them sharing their story, there's also some gold nuggets of wisdom, including when Rob confirms something that we hear all the time about relationships around uh, the lengths that a man is willing to go to to get his girl. So without further ado, I present to you episode number 19, The Day After I Do. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. My name is Joy. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm actually recording for the first time uh, while I'm traveling. I am here in Maryland for my best friend's wedding. Whoop, whoop. She just got married yesterday, and I thought it would be a good idea to just kind of come together for a day after conversation. As you all know who have been listening and following, I talk about four main topics, love, purpose, faith, and identity. So uh, today, of course, we're going to be talking all about love and probably all these other things too, because uh, I've never been married, but if you have... You probably know that it requires all those other things too, right? Some faith, mm-hmm. some purpose, and you, a little bit of identity with the changing of the names. Although in this case, which we'll get into, there wasn't a whole lot of name changing going on. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guests, Mrs. LaShonda Lee and Mr. Robert Lee Third. What's happening? What's happening? Hello. <laughs> so thank you guys for agreeing to do this. I know that you are uh, newlyweds, and it's the day after your wedding, and you're probably like, um, can you leave? <laughs> we have we have married things to do. Um, Go to bed. <laughs> but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, we are tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. We've been ripping and running, which confirms for me. Okay, so clearly he's going to be jumping in, so I'm just going to go ahead and introduce. We got uh, LaShonda, the bride's father, is in the house. I, uh, we thought he was going to be quiet, but apparently that's, we're about the case. two minutes in and he can't, yeah. he can't, so. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, he says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, um, I have been saying to Ashonda really all my life, but particularly this weekend, being a part of your wedding has confirmed for me yet again that I won't be having one. <laughs> I will not be having a wedding. Which is not to be confused with the fact that I don't want to be married. I just don't want to have a wedding. Yeah. And I've said that for a long time. The running joke amongst my friends has been, I'm just going to show up married. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm in somebody's wedding, I'm like, yep. yep. <laughs> I'm just going to show up. Like, we got married. Yep. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your experience. Rob, I want to hear from you. Because I've kind of been talking to Shana throughout the whole process. And I know where her mind is. And she's a planner. Yeah. So... She was good. But Rob, let's let's hear your side of the story. And you need to be honest. <laughs> uh, you really want to say that? Yes. Yeah. I am. I am. 
So the what you mean the process or the how do I feel about what like? Why don't you just start from the beginning? Let's start from the beginning. So you woke up in the morning one day and then you met Lashonda. Start from the beginning. I mean, you know, we got to give people context, right? People got to know backstory. Okay, so what's the backstory? So you woke up in the morning and you were like, "The woman of my dreams." Uh, Oh my god! I don't know. I saw Lashonda from a distance, then I made my way closer to know who she was as a person. I guess. Mm -hmm. So went to happy hours. You know, things I usually didn't go to. (laughs) The gym. You know things. (laughs) The gym. Things like that where I knew I'd run into her, you know. Oh, you, know. you set it up for show. Yeah, so. I, I, I was serious it. when in my vows when I said as you plotted all along. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. It worked. Okay. It worked. So how did you, I want to know, I need the inside I, scoop. I, so you saw her from across the room. Yeah. And you were like. I was like, yo, that's the one. I got to make yeah. her mine. Yeah. Really? Would not knowing yeah. me. What's so crazy I is I've heard that story. Most of the guys I know who are married, who I talk to on that level, they say to me, I knew the moment I saw her. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you saw her and you were like, she's it. Yeah. I didn't know she was it. I was like, I knew I wanted to know her and find out what she's all about. Because like okay. I said, I've seen her within passing. I never talked to her, had a mm-hmm. full conversation. So, like I said, my little conversations, they was just building up to what we have today. So, wow. just getting to know her, like, like seeing who she was and her friends. And it just drew me closer to her. And she invited me to, like, her single to mile party. And I was like, the I got to be there. I got to be there. I was like, I'm going to be there regardless of what I had planned. I'm going to show up. So, uh, we always hear people say, like, when a man knows what he wants, there is nothing that can stop him. So, when y'all out here playing games and chasing and got question marks, what are we and doing all that, if he really wants you, you ain't going to have to do all that. You're going to be clear as day because he's going to do whatever it whatever takes. He so, this is, this is, I think, in my mind at least, confirmation and or proof that there's some truth to that. Because mm-hmm. he decided, she's having a single de Mayo party, I got to be there, I don't care what is going on. <laughs> I'm going to be at the single de Mayo with the cerveza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so single tomorrow party happened. You were there, and then what happened? I think that's when um, I mean I really met her. You know, talked to her a little bit more. Um, I think later on we started just like going to happy hours, still just hanging out, and um, we played kickball. So that was like another reason to go out there. And I forgot other. about kickball. Oh yeah, so, okay. I had a little rivalry with her. You know, my team was was the number one team. Her team was trying to take her well, spot. all this while, yeah. you have yeah. to say the important part. I well, was in a relationship. Well, we don't talk about that. That's not important to him. I mean, not, I, I didn't understand that. that. <laughs> was, I'm like, that's not this is important. The only reason, I think it is one of the main reasons why we were friends as long as we were mm-hmm. because I was involved. Mm-hmm. Had I not been involved, I'm pretty sure he would have moved in a lot earlier than he did, which was after my our my relationship. Okay. But he was still... So you, you feel know, like, like that was like a blessing in disguise and that kinda, it kind of yeah. gave you guys a chance to be friends on yeah. a very solid level before you kind of... Okay. I, yeah. I, can, I can see that because I do understand the value of friendship. I have experienced the value of like being in a solid friendship before you move into a relationship and yeah. that does make a difference for sure. So yeah, we're going to tell them that night, New Year's. It's crazy. So what year was it? Single to mile, what year? This was... What year was that? We met in um, May of 2012. So that was Single Demile 2012. He came yeah, to the party. Yeah, that was my first Single Demile party. Oh, so you've been here for all of them. So that's almost like a Lee tradition then on some level. Yeah. Okay. And I was there. Uh, and I helped <laughs> out the trash. I was like, anything else you need me to do? Oh, hey. He was like the last, last person there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You was plotting for show. Good I man. am not mad. Okay, so then you move forward. You just mentioned something about New Year's Eve. So what was that about? Uh, New Year's Eve was like, that was the night when I was like, I know, everybody knew that me and LaShawn, like, I wanted LaShawn, like, that's who I was. Everybody knew? Everybody. Like, All everybody. your coworkers? Yeah. They like, this one girl was like, you, Rob, just give up. She's in a, she's in a relationship. Just move on. Just move on. She kept saying that. I was like. Well, tell her whoever she is. <laughs> she but can, I was at the time. You were, so but what? I, the key, I, mean, I was so like, what? that's okay. not the one. I, I knew I mean, when I so met what? him, I was like. But, you know. That's not the dude for you. That's not the one. Hey, you better tell her. 
Dad didn't like him either. Dad is lying. So, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. But yeah. Dad so I mean, is lying. Oh, sure. and then you heard also that here first. <laughs> folks, dad is lying. Pretty much after that, we you know we hung out every now and then. Just, just been good friends, watching TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, the usual. And our friendship built on that, so it was like, we like the same things. And so then the breakup happened, and you were like, I'm in there. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. It didn't work out, but, you know. <laughs> However, I'm giving you 24 to 48 hours. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, she's been a good, cool person. Like, my mom, she met my family, and they were like, you guys together? We're just friends. And everybody knew, yep. That's the one. She's it. I was like, we're just friends. But everybody else seen it. I seen it. She was going that way. She she didn't really see the whole picture picture yet, but sometimes you know it yeah, takes that sometimes. Take a little time, you, know. you understand? Okay, okay. So then, what happened New Year's Eve? What's it? What is that? Oh, that was when I first met her her ex at the third boyfriend she was dating at the time. Oh, okay. And me and Will, my who best was man. supposed to be here today, Will, are you on your way? He probably texted me. <laughs> no, that wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably checking up on Instagram, catching up. <laughs> Anywho, so we met up. We had to we had to give him a ride to that car that night. So the whole time, I was telling Will, I was like, "This dude don't he don't need to be with my girl." I was getting her, <laughs> and then I guess he was telling the same thing. I don't trust this dude. He want to be with you. He was like telling her whatever. But we were good friends, you know. It was like I was still being a good friend <laughs> to her, you know. And it just it just that night was just like, all right, this this is what I'm gonna do. I'm getting her. And I just <laughs> love told it. it was going to happen. I don't I know when, but I'm going to be there when story. it happens. And fast forward to now. We here. No, we cannot fast forward from fast 2013 forward to 2017. Too many things happened. Uh, I mean, give me the highlights. Okay, so you put this plan in motion. She's going to be mine. So fast forward. They break up. I don't know what happened. They broke up. We get we we started talking casually. We weren't dating yet. Mm-hmm. And we made it official after my birthday around mm-hmm. that time. And that was our first official. November 2013. So November 2013. Yeah, so so almost later. a year later. Yeah. Wow. Very patient. You could have been man. faster, we're right? Friends a year and a half. You were a very patient wolf. Yeah. I mean, you had to be. Yeah. Shonda. I mean, you had to wait. Like, for my time. Like, for me to be ready. Like, of again, course. I mean, of I was course. In a relationship and of then course. And then you broke after up. the relationship broke up, I have to give myself time to get over that. Debrief. And, you know, like. <laughs> Debrief, okay, so, yeah. okay, that's fair. I I would agree with that. And okay. he, I mean, in that process, he was patient because mm-hmm. you know, like he was like, "Yes, yeah, so us, what's up?" And I'm like, "You gotta give me some time." So what like, now? I'm ready. Like you gotta give you ready, but I'm not ready. Like See, you gotta I, give I me some I put the time. baby steps in, in motion, pretty much. You know, I planted the seeds. You know. I heard. And I wasn't honestly. Sure I wasn't about. sure if I wanted to be with him and not. Is one because we were friends, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if I wanted to like go there. Like mm-hmm. we were good friends. Yeah, I didn't know if I wanted scary. to go. There. Yeah, you don't. You want to? Yeah, I. So it yeah. was a. It was a battle. It was that that battle too. Mm-hmm. Like do do I give up this friendship to try this relationship? And then what if it doesn't work? Right. And then is our friendship ruined? Right. All of those questions. Yeah. No, I totally have been there for, yeah. for sure. Dad has a question. Yes. No. Yeah. Did your other boyfriend know that Rob was hitting on you? Uh, well, Rob, I wouldn't say Rob was hitting on me. I wouldn't say he was hitting on me, but he definitely felt like this guy likes you. He said it to me before. And I was like, at the at the time, I was like, at first I was like, I mean, no. And then he said it, like, he would say it often, and I was like, I mean... Even if he does, I'm still with you. Like, it, it doesn't matter. And I didn't care at that point because I was still committed in mm-hmm. my relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, anybody can like me off the street. 10,000 10, men <laughs> or whatever. One man can like me. That doesn't mean that I need to engage in that. Mm-hmm. So, that's what it was for him. He was like, he really likes you. And I was like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> okay, he likes me. Like, And, yes, he's my friend, but if I ever feel that that line is crossed from him then I would definitely you separate would our friendship yeah, for sure. because as a respect for your relationship exactly. certainly like that's I think where that's I hard was. for people to understand though from the outside looking in when they can see like 
how someone really feels. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it feels like, oh, you're just being naive or you're just mm-hmm. you're just ignoring it because it's convenient for you to ignore it. But one day he's going to be there on a vulnerable moment and you're going to slip up and and wh- or whatever, whatever they're thinking, which is totally understandable. But also a point of trust. Like, but do, if you trust me, then that's not a right. thing. Because you like me. You thought you were right. going to be the last person <laughs> in the world that was going to like me. Right, so if exactly. you don't trust me to not be able to, you know, to, to be able to handle myself in a situation where somebody likes me, like, that becomes an issue between you and I, not right. between myself not and between, that other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I totally get, like, both both pieces. And it sounds like Rob had a plan, but at the same time, he was, he respected, you know, the boundaries of your relationship yeah. and whatever else. And so... And I was I mean, also dating also, so I was right. still... So it's know, not like you were just waiting around, yeah. like, creeping on the come-up, waiting for her to break up. Shonda says, I'm The me. thing was, I compared a lot of the females that I dated to, like, the qualities of Shonda. Not saying, like, her, just the things I, me and her had in common. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, she had this, but compared to Shonda's, like, uh, you're not what you're I not want. not quite so on like, the caliber. So that's what right there was my... She became your new standard. Yeah, pretty much. Well, then, well, there it is. Okay. So, now you guys are together. It's November 2013. And you're like, wait, so was it like, we be my girlfriend, yes or no, check this box? How did the question go? Yeah, I think she sent me that. I think that's what... <laughs> that's how it was. She sent, me, I was she sent like, you the card, will you be my boyfriend, yes or no? Uh-huh. I was like, well, I guess, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. We can do that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get all in the business. Tell the truth. What ha- what happened? She didn't say no. I didn't, but I also didn't ask. <laughs> we just had an honest conversation. Like, so are we gonna do this or or no or no? <laughs> and it was like y'all, <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. And we were together, and then our friends started seeing us. Um, and then they realized like we were together. Yeah, the same girl, the line. Rob. It's not gonna happen. They were, like, Rob, you excited, got you excited, so excited. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's fast forward to the engagement. Now we're talking Christmas 2014. Yeah. So November 2013, we's official. Yeah. Christmas 2014. So you woke up in the morning. Ready? <laughs> So what happened was it was Christmas time, right? Trying to buy gifts. I'm thinking about an iPad, something, something, you know, just saying something. And lady at my job said, did you get her a ring yet? I said, a ring? I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I didn't think. That's on my list right now. I didn't get that far. Mm-hmm. She said, what you waiting for? I was like, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? I was like, you're right. So I, <laughs> so I moseyed on down to the, the jeweler store. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was trying to get a ring size, so... I was, that was the trickiest part, trying to figure out her ring size. Because I don't wear that. jewelry. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right. So I was like, I'm trying to get like a ring for my, my mother and my aunt. I was like, what size finger you got? Just <laughs> trying to throw it out there. She was like, well, I wear this. And I was like, you think it might fit? She was like, it should. I mean, so I took that and ran with it a little bit. <laughs> but we also, we had a conversation maybe like a few months before that just randomly about ring sizes. And it was, I don't think even then he was thinking about buying a ring at that moment, mm-hmm. but we just had a random conversation. Okay, so you snuck and found her ring size, which mm-hmm. was clever. You asked her something. Okay, and then so I want to hear a little bit more about this lady who was like, "What are you waiting for?" And then what was your thought process? Like, was it really like, "What am I waiting for?" And then it was yeah, like, a "Might as well" type of like. I've got it's at lunchtime. Right? <laughs> was it like a jagged edge? We ain't getting younger. Might as well do it. Or yeah, it pretty much was because she's an older lady. She's like my mom, like. Like one of my work moms mm-hmm. always see me like their son. I come. Come on, work family. I got a lot of people just like you, my son. And then she was mm-hmm. invited to where she couldn't make it. But mm-hmm. bottom line, she was like, "Get oh, the it was ring." Nettie? It was Lois. Lois. Oh, Lois. She's like, "Why don't you get her a ring? What you waiting for?" I said, "You know what? I didn't even think about it. So I'm gonna buy an iPad. Wow. You know, some some useful, <laughs> something she can practice use every day. A practical gift. You know, something. You know, rings are so impractical. So <laughs> I was like, it's I just had that that, that moment. I was like. You know, that is true. I've been chasing this girl for this long. I was like, what am I waiting for? And you knew right away. I mean, at least you had an intuitive feeling. And then you had to kind of like run with it to like test it out. But essentially you knew right away. Just your gut, your spirit told you like she was it. Mm -hmm. So at that point it just became like a matter of the logistics. 
So you were like, okay, I might as well. And then you really, so you snuck and got the ring size, found the ring. So then, then what? Were you like, oh shit, son? I'm, did you tell your friends, like, oh my God, it's happening? I told a few. <laughs> I told a few. I was like, I got the ring. You got the ring? What? But I didn't tell, I told my mom, I told, I told my mom, my dad, my aunt, you know, just let them know. And I think I might have mentioned it to her mom, but I didn't say I got a ring. I just, I'm thinking about making that move. Mm -hmm. Just talking to her and I talked to my mom. I think I talked to my mom the most about the ring. She said, are you sure it's what you want to do? I was like, yeah, you know what? It is. Mm -hmm. And it just reassured me. Like I was like, this is the one that I need to be with. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you bought the ring, and bought so now it's this Christmas Day 2014. Yeah. So I put it under the tree, in the back, with no label on it. I said for my aunt. So we opened all the gifts up, da da da, you know. I said, I got one more gift back here. She said, that's for your aunt. I was like, no, it's not, that's for you. I forgot to put the label on it. So she opened it up. She said no. Wait, wait how many times? Seven times? How many times was it, babe? You don't know every time she said no? Matter of fact, it was 10 times she said no. Oh, you going to bump it up. No. It was 74 times she told she me no. She told me no. And she was like, no, no. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> I was like, you said no, no. You said no. Like, yes, no. <laughs> what I is this read no? it. She was crying a little bit, but she was like, <sighs> breathing deep. I, I didn't know what, what was going on. And she finally said yes. And I was like, really? So I didn't tell you no. So that's you not said the story. no. You so you didn't say no no. I did, but okay. I wasn't telling you no. It was four times. You're right. He had the gift, and I wouldn't open it. So it was the <laughs> box, and I was like, I saw the box. It was a small. The ring box was in a bigger box. Mm-hmm. So I opened the bigger box, and I see this Zales box, jewelry box, and I'm like, in my mind, in about two seconds, ten thousand things went through my brain. Mm-hmm. Is this a ring? Nope, it's not a ring. Oh, the other day I was telling him I wanted some earrings. Oh, he probably got those earrings that I wanted, that I showed him. Oh, okay. Mind you, this is Christmas, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm thinking mm-hmm. this. And so all this in like 2.5 seconds mm-hmm. is going through my mind. I'm like, so I was like, what is it? And he was like, just open the box. I was like, what is it? He was like, just open the gift. <laughs> so I'm like scared, nervous. Like in my head, I'm thinking like, is he really ready to propose to me? Like, right now? Like, oh my God, is really? So I I, <laughs> I have the box in my hand, and I turn it to him, and I open it. I said, what is it? He was like, he <laughs> like, was he like, don't know what's in the box. What is it? And he was like, just stop playing and open it, and like, look at it. So I closed it, and then I turned it to myself, and I was so nervous, so I opened it real slow. And I was like, I looked at him and I just started bawling. And I was like, well, before I started crying, I was like, really? I was like, no, really? That's where the no comes from. Because I was like, no way. Really? Like, really? Are you serious? Really? No way. He's just looking at me like he wants to like start talking. And then I was like, really? And I think my last really is like when I like felt it. Mm-hmm, you realize. And then I started crying. Mm-hmm. And then he said some words, but I don't remember because <laughs> I'm crying, like boohooing. Yeah. And, um, you know, he said, you know, something along the lines of, you know, I've always known that you were the one, blah, blah, blah. I think that's something he said. I don't even think wait, he remembers what he said. Wait, blah, blah, blah. So I can't remember everything that was being said because I was crying my eyes out. Mm-hmm. And so. He, you know, will you marry me? And I said yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> See, I this is how you yes. tell a story, Rob. And so... You I know, need... So you woke up in the morning, you opened your eyes, <laughs> I need the details from that moment. So, that's how that happened. That's how you tell the story. Yeah. I feel the same way. You just no. got to the point. No. <laughs> you just yes. got to get to the point. I got the ring. She said yes. Bam. No. <laughs> this is why y'all need us. Right. <laughs> that ain't how the we story just make goes. Things sound better. <laughs> I'm just all cheesy and smiling and into it like I ain't heard it before. Right. When you telling me, I'm like, yes, girl, tell me again. Meanwhile, Rob, you're like, dude. Tell I'm me like, story rewind. Way, so. Get to the part where she said. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to fast forward through. You guys had a long engagement. Here we are. Yeah. It's May 2017. The day was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I said earlier that there wasn't a whole lot of name changing going on because this brother got the same damn last name. <laughs> so, 
She didn't have to change her name, which I don't even know if that's like, <laughs> if I'm mad because it's not fair or, <laughs> or like, if that's like super dope, like sign is meant to be. I don't know what, I mean, clearly. Yes! Dad Tappy. Technically, his name doesn't live on, but it does, so whatever. Because <laughs> this isn't his Lee anymore, it's my husband's Lee. <laughs> But it's so, the same damn Lee. But it's Lee. the same damn Lee. <laughs> we all Lee Lee. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so we're on the other side of the big day. But my question is always like, particularly to my friends who like lived together first before they got married, like, what changes? I don't know. Um, I guess the dynamic, you would think it wouldn't change much just because we've lived together mm-hmm. for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, it'll be like every day. Mm-hmm. But I I am hoping that the fact that we have made this lifelong commitment, it just makes it, I don't want to say real, but it kind of solidifies the mm-hmm. fact that we both have truly committed in front of our family and friends and God that we will um, we vow to stay together pretty much until death do us part. I know, pretty much. I mean, well, yeah. Until death <laughs> That's do it. Us, until mm-hmm. death do us part. Um, so I think that strength from the bond would, you know, allow us to feel a little bit differently. Yeah. I mean, um, I've heard people say to me, "You, j- it just is. Yeah. But nobody can ever really that, verbalize like, yeah. like what it is. They just are like, no, it just is different. Like, it just is. Yeah. You? What do you think? I think, I, for us, it's different. I mean, we can improve certain things. It's not like, uh, whoa, I don't know how to handle this. Not like right. that. No. What we have is perfect. Like, hmm. I don't think it, I would want it any better. <laughs> Tears. No, I really wouldn't because you're like, oh man, when you get married, you can't do this, you can't. But we're not like that. Like, mm-hmm. No, that's, never, yeah, that's some other bullshit. Like I said, you can yeah. go out with your friends and still you know, do your, your girls thing and me and my fellas. But we're still going to... But I think it's also, that's also because I've never been that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like this is the perfect situation. I'm not that way. I never have been either. Yeah. So it's like, if you had that person that was like that, yeah, it just intensifies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it, it becomes yeah. more noticeable once you guys are together. I think some people do, like, unfortunately, I think, uh, seriously, unfortunately, I think people do tuck some parts of themselves away, and then when the marriage happens, or the wedding happens, I should say, um, they flip it, and they're like, well, we married in South And on some level, I do, like, I remember a friend of mine got married, and it was interesting. I've always, I've said to her multiple times, I I would always say to her, I really admire how she was very, very clear about the different roles, like... Mm -hmm. Her and her boyfriend, they were dating, and then um, they moved in together, then they became engaged, and then they got married. And I remember, like, they were dating, and they were in the relationship, and that was that. And then I remember when they moved in, she was very explicit with him. Like, I'm not just moving in on some, we moving in. Like, if we're doing this, I'm expecting you to propose. Yeah. Um, and then he did, and then they were engaged, and life was happening, they were living together, and she was doing certain things or whatever, you know, with her friends and socially. And then I remember she got married and immediately some things for her changed socially, and I, which I thought was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, she had this thing where she would hang out with her friends and they would watch whatever reality show or whatever. They had this thing that they would do, like, every week. Mm-hmm. And once she became married, she stopped doing that weekly with her friends. And there was a rift. I remember, like, one of her friends particularly was like, well, you don't get it anymore. And she was like, I'm a married woman now. I want to be home when my husband gets home from work. I want to have dinner with my husband every night like you know or you know yeah. if I'm going to be doing things socially like I want to be doing but every week can't happen I have yeah. a husband at home like yeah. every week a weekly thing just to watch TV with y'all can't happen anymore I'm a married woman now and I really appreciated I thought it was a very appropriate thing and I remember having a full conversation with her about um, her friends and the one friend in particular who was kind of like having beef with her about it. And I was like, well, you know, some people don't understand the marriage dynamic because in her mind, the friend's mind, it was like, but y'all been living together and y'all been engaged and you been doing this. And she was like, yeah, because that was a line that I was drawing because at that point, that was where we were in our relationship. But when we became married, he became a priority in a new way. And like I was on some level, at least in my mind, as the person watching, it was like she was like kind of saving that, like, 
I'm going to change the way I prioritize you when you become my husband. And I'm saving that for that level of our relationship because there needs to be levels. Yeah. Like, it's levels to this shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I really, I've always kind of expressed to her that I appreciated kind of that she was very clear in her mind about what it meant, like, what that role means. Like, yeah. when you're my boyfriend, this is what it means. When we live together, this is what it means. Yeah. When we're engaged, this is what it means. And now that we're married, this is what it means. And then I imagine it'll be, you know, when we become parents, this is what it'll mean. And, like, she has a very clear picture in her mind of what those different stages and levels of their relationship look like. And I really admired that because... I do think that, unfortunately, culturally, we take this very kind of relaxed approach to relationships and we expect that they will just, quote unquote, naturally unfold. And I do believe in there is some organic nature to how you connect to a person and it does evolve naturally on some level, but it also requires some intention and some conscious effort in order to keep the relationship flowing healthily. And I um, I just really appreciated that she had just such a clear picture in her mind of like what she wanted and what it looked like and how she respected his role as it changed and evolved in her life because I think it's important. So, yeah, I definitely... There are some people who just, like, when the wedding happens, they, like, flip it and they're like, oh, you need to do such and such now. And it was like, uh, (laughs) what? That's never been part of the conversation that we've ever had. And, like, it wasn't him imposing on her, like, you can't go with your friends now. That was her saying, as a wife... I want to be home when my husband comes home from work. Right. And, like, I want us to have dinner together. And I don't want for there to be a whole night of the week where I just don't see him. Like, that yeah. doesn't... Every week, that doesn't make... Yeah. That's not the life that I see for myself as a wife. And so I really appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, there might be those times where, especially in the beginning, I may decline some invitations for brunch or hanging out just because I might want to, you know, spend time with him. And Of course. I hope, you know, that... I mean, I know that I have friends who will understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there is a difference when you're single and you have friends who are not. Like, it just is a it is a different life. Yeah. Just like it's different when are you are married and you're the single. Or when yeah. somebody has ch- children yep. and you don't. Like, yeah. there's a different process for when you how you plan your life mm-hmm. around whether or not you be the babysitter or yeah. whatever the kids have going on. Like, it just is a different thing. Now, let me ask you, Rob, a question and re- kind of rewind a little bit. Because we kind of skipped over the move-in part, which I know is a really significant, like, milestone in a relationship when you move in together. Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally, it's it's a significant thing, but also, like, just practically. Yeah. Like, when you begin to share space with somebody who has a different outlook on life and the mm-hmm. way they do things around the house, and you're just like, why do you do... <laughs> Why you do the dishes like that? Mm-hmm. Or whatever whatever the thing is. And it's Why like... Why do you do the dishes like that? <laughs> and it's like, so what was that experience like when... Because it sounds like, Rob, you were very clear in the beginning. So was it a thing like you moved in and you were like, hold on. There's some things that I didn't know. <laughs> well, not saying that. Like, even when we were like our friendship, like I had my apartment, she had hers, whatever. But we spent so much time just, you know, chilling, watching TV. And like, so it was like... I had my way that I've had my household, like, I did dishes a certain way, I did things a certain way, <laughs> and I kept things in a certain place, like, I had boundaries, but I mean, keep the coats here, whatever, you know, like, little stuff, you know, things you, like, a man, you know, you put, it, you put the keys here, no matter what's going on, the keys are there, your wallet's here, but when I came here, when we moved in together as one, <laughs> like, why do you put this in this, cl- like, because it makes sense, like, you know, just little things you gotta pick up on. But I don't think it was an issue. I just, I just mm-hmm. never questioned it. I was like, all right. Like, we don't... I don't know. because I think it's because we spent so much time in each other's space. When we finally did move in together, there was no real surprises, yeah, really. Sure. As far as, like... I mean, it was... I mean... You know, there was the thing about the hangers oh, yeah. where he Please moved tell in. that story. <laughs> that is the funniest story. I mean, I'm very meticulous about my hangers. Like, I have <laughs> one type of hanger. One and type. so when we... <laughs> one type. I do. One type. And so he has... And they're not... I mean, he did have a few wire hangers in there. <laughs> but it was mostly like, you know, the plastic... the pla- You know, the hard plastic <laughs> hangers that you get from the store. I mean, he had them all, whatever, and I was like, so I have enough hangers for you to, like, change your clothes over to these hangers. And he was like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, but why? Like, just change them. Like, you got to hang them up anyway. Just change your hang. He was like, I am not doing that. 
My hangers are fine. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, so right let there. me let me Rob, was this a thing of like I'm keeping my identity, these are my hangers, or was it just like wrong. What's, what's wrong with them? Like, <laughs> you can't say something's wrong with them. You had no good valid point to say why you should change it. Or why, why convince I mean, me to do it? Like why? Like let me just can I tell you from the best friend first perspective about this story? I literally hollered when I think about it. So I can't remember. I don't know if I like called and I was asking like how's it going or he moved in or something. And I just remember she was like <laughs> she was just like he bought them goddamn plastic hangers. <laughs> I was like. But it's funny, it's funny because, (laughs) let me give you a little bit of context around that. Another friend of mine had gotten married and hadn't seen her in a while. So when I saw her, it had been maybe about a year since she had been married. And I was asking her, like, how's married life? And the first thing (laughs) out of her mouth was, he always leaves toothpaste in the sink. And I was like... I just asked you about your whole ass marriage and that's what you wanted to say to me? And in the moment, I was like, all right, because it just felt like such a trivial thing to say when I'm asking you about like your whole marriage and you're like toothpaste in the sink. But I have to say I was speaking from a very naive mind. I didn't understand at the moment. And it took me a while before I really realized, or at least what I gleaned from it later down the line was, this is me doing life with somebody who just has a whole different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And married life is adjusting to that every okay. single day. Yep. Choosing every single day to accept that I either get to deal with this old toothpaste in the sink ass nigga. Or <laughs> or we're going to fight about it. And yeah. I'm not going to fight about this. So every day I have to choose to be okay with this yeah. toothpaste in the sink. And when you ask me about my married ass life, that's what it is. It's me looking at toothpaste in the sink every morning. When I wake up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think I think that's the part that people don't realize or maybe feel comfortable talking about. Because it's like, the expectation is, oh, happily ever after. We rode off into the sunset. And I married my best friend. Mm-hmm. And it's so lovely. And I guess on some level it is that. But it's like, you still leave toothpaste in the sink. And you still got these plastic hangers. And that still gets <laughs> on my nerves. I love you. And we gonna do this thing. But I'm a, this gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And it's not how I choose to do let's things. Let's get back but to the I reason why I had the plastic though. hangers. <laughs> I had, I had the, 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 what's it called? The iron hangers at first. The wire, wire hangers. I had those. <laughs> she made me get rid of all those. So then I buy the plastic <laughs> ones. She said, like, those. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What am I doing wrong? Like, But she, I will say, because I spilled the tea on the part <laughs> telling me that. She also did say... But I'm not going to argue about it because I understand. And, like, so she was consciously, like, I get that this is not something that I get to, like, bitch and moan about. Yeah. But because you're my friend and I'm not going to bitch and moan to him, I'm going to tell you. Right. Fuck these hangers. <laughs> like, for real. Fuck but I'm not going to argue about. with him about it right. because it's not that deep. Because they are deep. just hangers. The way you're like, mm. I don't understand. They really are just hangers. But when I'm used to opening my closet and seeing these types of hangers. Yeah. And now I got to open them and see these. That's throwing me off. And every morning, for a couple months, it's going to throw me off to see these funky-ass hangers that I don't like in my clothes. And it's a small thing, but that's a part of, like, adjusting to doing life with a whole nother person that just has a different way of functioning. The same way you said, like, the wallet goes here. It's like, no, the wallet doesn't go there. But it does in my house. But it not in my house. So it's like now where's the now we gotta figure out where the wallets go in our house. Because now he's ours. Mm -hmm. So yours used to go here and mine used to go here. Can we find a middle point? Some literal like a literal middle point in the house between your wallet place and my (laughs) wallet place. Like where's that gonna be? And like taking the time to really kind of decide that collectively, which seems trivial, but I think can like those little things that chip away, right? It's like it's like a mountain doesn't just become a mountain. It like erodes over time and it creates this thing. And so if you don't deal with that little stuff, it becomes a mountain yeah. before you know it because it's been chipping away a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. So I think it is important to as much as we laugh and joke about it and be like, oh, I'm not going to make a big deal. On some level, you do need to kind of like have at least something like some kind of acknowledgement of like 
this is where we're gonna meet in the middle about yeah. this. Like, yeah, make you know what? I will do the laundry because mm-hmm. you don't, <laughs> or you know, or whatever. Like whatever the thing is, right? Like whatever. I will do the dishes because yeah. you don't. <laughs> what? The thing about the dishes, okay. <laughs> Is the dirt coming up? I no. do dishes. I do dishes a certain oh, she, I, I didn't no, even on the dishes. No, the bottom line is, back in my house, when she said, come on for dinner, I wash dishes the same way. No, and I never I had nobody. watched him wash dishes. Exactly. But now I'm sitting here watching. She's watching me like, I'm getting like. Because now I got to eat off these hoes every no, night. I don't I think you're washing the dishes because she's like, watching me. What, what are you doing? I'll do them. I'll do them. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to. All right. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Every time I do do something, she's just watching. Because like. you realize it's cute to watch you do dishes no, in your house not. when we dating because, all no. oh, look at him doing dishes. But when I got to eat my dinner off these dishes, that shit ain't cute no more. <laughs> are you in the water? How are you scrubbing? Right. Because okay. the shit is not cute anymore. It was cute when we was dating and you was in your little kitchen and I was sitting on your little couch and you was washing your little dishes. And I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> But he also, like, runs the dish under the water while he washes the dishes, which then washes the soap away So the soap doesn't the really fully get on so there. So you're not really washing the dish. No, yeah. I wash it, but be soap still on there sometimes. No. I don't I, let it fully dry. I never had no dry thing or dry uh, rat. What's it called? Dry towel. <laughs> so it's pressure. It's the pressure it's the of pressure. it. And if I don't get to her, Shonda, don't get to you her can't be pressuring the man. Okay. I can't, I can't Turn your back to, on I the dish. Wash. <laughs> Let him. And then she, the, my, my main pet peeve with Shonda is she has so many gadgets, <laughs> in, so much gadgets in the, in the kitchen. It's so much. Oh, that's that's a woman. But what is this, that, that, little, that little scrubber thing I use one day for the dishes? The little... <laughs> it's a it's a produce washer. It's a little oh, brush. Oh, and I can, oh, when we go exactly. shopping, yeah, you gotta I wash, wash the produce. The produce. Wait, it's a brush. A what? Produce, a produce like wash. for all the fruit. You know all the pesticides and the stuff. So I just I that, wash off the stuff with skin that we eat. Mm-hmm. So apples, apples, or like peaches, they, or, or nectarines, you know, anything like that. that has skin that has been sprayed and sprayed and sprayed. A little bit of water. I'm with you on that. But See? some of the stuff nowadays gets so mucky. Like I've seen an apple and it's been damn near white. Because it's because all of the, all the film. This, yeah. The film. So you yeah. just literally take the brush. And but it's it. right you there. Used it on the dishes. But one day he used it on the dishes because that's what he thought it was. Like, what else is it for? Like, and I was like, honey, why is this so dirty? <laughs> he was like, I washed the pot. I was like, mm-mm. mm-mm. So I mean, she but, just know, has so much just gadgets. <laughs> Wait, but the flip side of that is, I'm gonna tell you a story about another one of my friends who's married. She said to me, she doesn't like cleaning the bathroom. So what she does oh. is she. Tells her husband how great he is at doing it because then he gets hyped to do it, so she don't have so, to. That's why she be watching. So I'm always in the back. That's what I always do. I got a question for Rob. What kind of hangers you use now? The ones she got me. No, they're, they're the plastic ones. He not the ones I use. Not the ones that I want to. She gets the ones from the, the, ones from, the from the mall. Fluffy shoulders on them. And you want him to use those? No, not anymore. This not was anymore. when we first okay. moved in. I am so over it. Yeah. Now I hate the fact that his clothes are all oh, like I don't hang up. He doesn't jeans. hang up his pants. I'm not doing. He it. folds them up. That's what I'm not doing ever. What do you so do he that? doesn't. I fold them and put them in a pile. And put them in a pile on the, on, on on the, the floor, floor the in oh, the closet. I'm uniform? not hanging pants up. No, they're what? never uniform. Who hangs the pants? They're only uniform because I make them uniform. Okay. Do you hang all your shirts facing the same direction? No. My hangers go that way. Okay. They hung up. The only thing I don't hang, I'm not refusing to He's up not my meticulous pants. about his closet, trust me. Wow. <laughs> closet. I know where stuff is at. And then when she goes in there, I can't find nothing. Joy, it's going left a little bit. It's oh, not going left. It's all right. Oh, it's These not, are conversations they've smiling, already had. So I already, she already know this. This ain't nothing new. Like, that's, listen, they got the rest from? of their lives. It's going to be yeah. some shit. That's it. That's it. That's all. So What's now, the next question. Okay, well, clearly, because Dad has given me a list, which y'all don't know, Dad has given me a list of questions. I see him. So, his next question is: Describe walking to the altar. Mm. So we've jumped from the day they moved in to the day they walked down the aisle. <laughs> so mm. let's talk about that moment. Cause I got a perspective. I got a story too about that moment. So let's talk about that. 
So, Rob, you go first since you were down first. And uh, let's talk about your experience. It was good. I was a little nervous. Everybody watching me. Everybody just stopped. I'm like, what you looking at me for? I ain't, I ain't the bride. Like, I got to keep on chilling. Oh, stop. You were ready. So you were then, ready no, I didn't know what to do with my hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> that has literally been the theme of the weekend. I cannot wait to see these photos because your hands. Out this pocket. Oh, my God. I promise you, that was hilarious. So you walk down, so you get there. I get there. I'm chilling. I think. Who comes out next? No, Will. Will, Will came, came out next. Your best man. Okay, then you came out. And then I came out. So everything was cool, you know. Everybody's chilling, you know. We we just waited for the party to start, and then uh, I turned around. I was facing the pastor. I was looking at him, and then I heard the song come on. So I just looked back for a second, and I just I want to look at you first. So I looked at the crowd, mm-hmm. and I heard the song, and I heard like, what song is this? It's a good song. <laughs> and I, then I looked up and I saw you, and I, and I was like, damn. All right, this ain't gonna work. I had to turn back around. Say this ain't gonna. This work. Is, I mean, like as far as me not not crying or showing my emotion, I'm just saying, not saying this ain't marriage is not gonna work. I'm just saying like me not crying or just showing no expression. I was gonna try to keep a straight face on and be ready because I had a speech to give. So I want you know I want to try the words up. It's not a speech; they're called vows. Vows speech <laughs> show. Okay. Segment. So you saw Segment. her and you were like emotions. Yeah, it was like the combination, so that took over, and I couldn't control it. So I just turned around, hoping everybody's looking at her. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. Everybody look at her, just don't look at me. Your but. plan foiled. <laughs> Your <Yeah>. plan foiled. <laughs> Everybody saw you. Because, baby, I lost it. Okay? <laughs> I lost it. Okay, Shonda, now you tell your version of the story. Your walkout. Uh, it was fine. Um... Yeah. I was ready. Mm-hmm. Um, not nervous. You were the most ready bride I've ever um, freaking seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah, not nervous at all. No butterflies. I was just ready. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it feels very weird when everyone is staring at you. <laughs> you have a hundred plus people looking at you, mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, I see people smiling, and I see the photographer and. Um, I'm just looking at that point. I'm looking straight ahead, and I don't really see him because I just see so many people, and I don't see him until I get about three quarters of the way down the aisle, and then I see him crying, mm-hmm. but turn around because he's trying not to look at me, mm-hmm. um, and then that's when I get emotional mm-hmm. and I like started to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was ready. I was I smiled the entire time down because I was just like if after you know two and a half years of being engaged and me planning and doing everything, it was just like it's here and I'm ready to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was happy. I was content and I was ready. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So now. <laughs> I remember you, you, so when we were driving down to Richmond, mm-hmm. um, LaShonda shared with me the, some of the songs, some of the, the key songs of the, of the event, with like some of the walk-in songs and all that. So she shared with me the song that she was going to play when she walked down the aisle, and I listened to the words, and I just thought, oh, this is, I said to her, actually, this is a, a perfect song. So, fast forward to Saturday, we had the rehearsal, and we kind of went through the songs playlist mm-hmm. and all that. But she didn't let, Shana didn't let them play her Isle song, which rightfully so. She wanted mm-hmm. it to be a surprise. <clears throat> and she had shared with me she, that she knew uh, that it was going to kind of get robbed. She, she set him up, basically, is what I'm saying. I, I told so, <laughs> so, um So I kind of knew. And so what happened for me was that I walked down. I was the last one to walk down before her. So I got there. I got in place. And the doors closed, the song started. So immediately when the song started, I looked at Rob because I wanted to see if he was going to catch it early. Mm-hmm. And you kind of didn't. You were just like standing there, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it was whatever. So I was like, all right. And then the doors opened and I saw her walking down. And then I saw her and I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. And I, mm-hmm. as like I wasn't in the room the whole time she was getting dressed. Right. Like, <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God. And not, I didn't want to cry. It's like, as soon as I decided, let me not look at Shonda, I went, went to look forward which for me was facing towards Rob and 
as soon as I turned, he was turning around to also not cry. So it was like I caught him not wanting to cry, and I literally just lost it. Like, and and then it was just like, okay, well, at least don't make no noise. Just let the, just let the tears fall down. Don't do the ugly cry, because, Lord, I'm up here. So tears and now i'm like trying not to watch and i'm like okay i don't i can't see her i don't want to look at him what am i look what are my eyes gonna go <laughs> but the tears and then of course people are still snapping the pictures and everybody's doing the oh and he's crying and they're doing they're doing the rob all and the she's beautiful all and i'm like what is happening and then i looked across at will the best man and he just cheesing like smirk <laughs> i'm like this brother is just what oblivious so that moment was just it was like wow and i don't know it just it felt for me like it's happening mm-hmm. like this is it this is we here i just kept saying to her all leading up to it i was like you're about to be a wife mm-hmm. like a whole, a whole ass because <laughs> that's just one whole wife with one whole husband but was, back to the reason why i cried because like our friend tori was like she saw me, she's like, when you cried, I saw the whole entire the Shonda Rob story. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like, I think I saw the same thing too. I was like, mm-hmm. right. dang, we was just friends. Right. And I see everything that happened in between. It built up. I was Every like, step. I can't, no. Oh, I was like, come on. Bitch, that's this. good. So I love I like, it. I felt that same, that same video play and it just was like, mm-hmm. it just happened so fast. And that's why I was like, I can't control it. Just, when I saw her, I just lost it. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do this. I was, I was cool. You, I we was were like, teasing him uh, before he walked out. We were like, "You ready?" He was like, "I'm good, dancing and shuffling around." Doing, I was like, "Okay, okay, he gonna lose it." Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you he out here showing out? You gonna cry in the car?" He gonna cry in the car. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even you feel like that. Like, I was down the aisle and made it funny. Yeah, made it funny. Showed his socks. I had, I had no interest in crying. I was like, "I'm good." You good to my. I was good. That song came on and didn't hurt. Didn't. <laughs> it was all the things. Oh. All the things happened. Child, we must have caught face. As soon as you turned around, I said, this brother, he didn't call me. And that was all she wrote. Mm. And then she looked at me. I was like, no. Because I thought we agreed we wasn't going to cry. Yes. She said, was big tears. I said, don't blink. Because if you blink, she's going to cry. I'm like, oh, goodness. Mm. Such That's a good moment. Such know. a good moment. Mm-hmm. Let, let's, can we talk about the one debacle of the weekend? Uh, yes. Keep me out of this, please. Okay. So. Keep me out of this, please. Miss <laughs> LaShonda, the planner, Mrs. LaShonda Lee, the planner, uh-huh. um, had everything under control. I mean, from the Ruta to the Tuta. Like, everybody was like, this girl has thought of it all. To the degree that um, somebody said, I asked her if she was ready, and I think she thought if I, I meant, like, as the planner, and I really meant as the bride. <laughs> because you were like, yeah, I'm ready. And it's like, no, I don't mean, like, the flowers and the caterer. I mean, like, in your heart. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for that. Yeah, too. yeah. But yeah. you were like, yeah, I'm ready. And so somebody was, like, jokingly like, I think she thought I meant, like, as the event planner, and I really meant as the bride, and I was like, yeah, well, I think she's ready for both, and, um, you know, you really did think of everything to to the point that as the as the maid of honor, which partially, I think, is you being my best friend, knowing me well enough to know that I didn't know yeah. shit from shat about none of this, <laughs> so when you asked me, I was like, sure, I'll be your maid of honor, I don't know what, what any of I that means, do, but... so... Um, so somebody was like, are you ready to do your, your toast? I was like, that's gotta do that. That's right. Put it on the list. (laughs) Totally forgot. Got. Um, so, um, she had everything. I mean, we packed the car up and she had everything you could think of. And we got to the hotel room Friday. She's unpacking all her things. And then I saw her dart back and forth between like the living room area and the bedroom area of the hotel. Like three times. And then finally on that third time, she was like, I don't have the rings. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And it was kind of like a little bit of a panic, but not really. And then it was like, I looked in here, I looked in there, and and, and I know. And then it went, then it was the going through the, okay, I know that I saw them in the thing, and I put them over here, and and you kind of walk yourself through, when's the last time you saw it, what'd you do, whatever. And I I immediately go into like I don't get to panic. 
mm-hmm. what is about to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how do I solve this? I feel like this is my job. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. and here's my time to shine. Yeah. Go. Right. And <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go move your car. Because at this point, escapism is my only uh-huh. resolve. I'm like, let me just get out. The like, car needed to be moved. I needed to be moved from the situation. <laughs> so I was like, let me. And the funniest part about the irony of that is that she had been trying to get me to drive her car to different things. Because just to help her out. And she drives a stick. And I haven't driven a stiff stick in years. So I was always coming up with all these ways to not drive the car. But in that moment, that felt like, and now I'm going to drive the car. <laughs> when I need to drive <laughs> because yeah. what else am I going to do? So I'm down there and I'm talking to the hotel people and I'm trying to figure out what do we do. And the lady who was helping at the hotel was like, she literally thought of everything. I was like, I know. Like, how is this the thing that she forgot? One thing. Of course. And then everybody's going, that's the most important thing. And so me, I'm trying to go, no, it's not. The most important thing is they are there. Them. The rings will be there. Because stop telling her she forgot the most important thing. She doesn't need to hear that right now today. So you need to be quiet. So no. The most important thing is Rob and LaShonda. Those rings will be there forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. stop telling her that she forgot the most important thing. You don't need to rub that in. You can go somewhere and go by. Yeah. <laughs> like, and go by. So, yeah, that was like a crazy, crazy mm-hmm. moment. But Rob, because he's like super awesome husband of the forever, mm-hmm. was like, I'm just going to go get the rings. Drove home. All the he way He drove home. on a two-hour... First of all, he had just driven... From Maryland to <laughs> Richmond that morning. Afternoon, yeah. Or that afternoon. Like, just hours before he had just arrived. Mm-hmm. D- maybe put his bags down in the hotel, maybe. Mm-hmm. Went, checked in. Yeah, checked in, went to happy hour, and then had to get back in the car that same night and drive two the hours. two hours back. And Friday evening, rush hour. You tired. <sighs> you dealt with traffic coming. I mean, it's definitely not something lightly. I didn't want to tell him I left the room. I know, I, I know. to handle it myself. We tried. And we I were tried. Gonna, like, I, the hotel lady offered. <laughs> she was like, I'll drive back. And I was like, Shonda. I called from the lobby like, Shonda, I may have solved this. Right. <laughs> like, I may have figured this out. <laughs> and not realizing how silly that shit sounded like now on the other side of it i'm like did you really just offer for a stranger to go up in her house and get her wedding damn ring girl and drive it like yeah what but But in my mind it felt like brilliant yes but i I think this is how we solve it without telling but i think it was mostly too just it was just the thought Mm -hmm. was really like you didn't have to offer like yeah we didn't tell you that and i was like you know but um but Rob yeah. was like no yeah he was like I will do it I will go Rob go. to and the rescue did. and he drove that ass all the way all back. the way what was the drive conversation Rob to with yourself this is some bullshit. I can't believe this <laughs> I was like how'd you leave that one thing like, all stuff yeah and I went That's through my mind thing. like I remember wrapping them in the bag and I thought or I felt that I put them in that bag and then I said but I also remember rolling them up and putting them on the table I don't know which came first <laughs> yeah I remember both things mm-hmm. and I was like if I left these things at home they will be right on the table and, and where were they, they? on the table yeah rolled up in that sales bag right mm-hmm. yeah wow so I, I knew it I knew the action and it was yeah well, if it is it a sign of things to, to come, I would say that that is a perfect demonstration of what it means to complement each other, to to demonstrate patience and understanding, and also to just support each other and have each other's back and understand that there's like, we have to leave room for human error. I think that sometimes in relationships, the conversation around like, oh, you complete me or whatever these silly things are that people say um, puts a level of expectation like, oh, you make me happy. And it's like, no, no one really has the power mm-hmm. to do that. You mm-hmm. make yourself happy in choosing happiness when yeah. when things could be other otherwise, yeah, well, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I think that's a perfect kind of illustration in a moment where there could be so much pressure and mm-hmm. so much anxiety and so much just high emotions and everything that could be happening around an, an impending wedding you know 48 hours 
where people could kind of lose it and say things they don't they don't mean or whatever to just be able to be like, you know what? Okay, this happened. It's annoying. It's inconvenient. I don't want to have to make this drive. I'm tired. Whatever other things could be said. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, are we going to get the rings or not? Mm-hmm. And if we are, let's just do it. And let's not make that was his thing. He make was like, it a big... I mean, we were yeah. at happy hour. He was like, all right, I'll leave now. I'll just go now. Yeah. And I'm like, no. You know, he's like, I'll go now. Like, I'll just go now. Because when else am I going to go? Yeah. Like, when's, so the like, other... when's the next... That's was the other opportunity, yeah. yeah. So the barbecue, whatever else. So I just think that that's, you know, one of those moments where if there's a silver lining, which I believe there's a silver lining in all things, mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it's that. It's that we get to see, like, this is a picture of what it looks like to really do life with somebody. Yeah. Like, the things of life that come up. Doing life with somebody is not just weddings every day. Yeah. You know, it's not the joy of the moment of the wedding and the walking down the aisle and, oh my God, I saw my bride and our, our story flash before my eye. Like, that doesn't happen... Every single day. Mm-hmm. It's this type of stuff where we have human error and we get to have each other's back and we get to support each other and we get to comfort each other and we get to just, you know, do all of what it means to to build a life. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to be able to witness that um, and to have been a part of this process. Rob, I invited him, welcomed him, I should say, into the inner circle. I feel like I got let into the inner circle because them pictures, baby... <laughs> pictures you shared, Lord. I feel like <laughs> I just got invited to the inner circle, and that <laughs> is just those <laughs> pictures are gold, gold. If he gives me permission, I'm gonna I'm gonna post them on my social media. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Lord, them pictures are they were, gold. They were time and age appropriate. I'm talking about lifetimes, and that's and that's another thing. When you get to share those stories about your past life before you do each other, yeah. God, that is funny. <laughs> so, I'm always I'm always in people's business. If y'all who no. are listening know me in real life, I say this all the time. Like I'll be having life, real life conversations with people, like in line at the grocery store. I'm like, so what happened? Your son did what? <laughs> so I'm always, and when I see married couples, when they seem to be open to the idea of sharing their story, I'm always asking questions about how they met, how long they've been together, what they know about marriage and partnership and love. And mm-hmm. it's just an interesting topic to me because it's so vastly and different for everybody. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's experience is different. Everybody's mm-hmm. context and dynamic is different. And I think it's important to be reminded of that because we often do get a very romanticized, watered-down kind of idea about it. And the conversation Mm -hmm. about it is very um, kind of broad-stroked in the way that that we depict the kind of story of marriage and love. And that's why it was important to me to say yesterday when I did my, my toast, like... It's important to acknowledge that love is not a feeling. It is a choice that you make. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that when I said that, I got a reaction from the Mm -hmm. people who were there because I think that we don't acknowledge that enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why I appreciate both of you kind of highlighting the fact that you are friends first because you have to be able to choose to love somebody. And it's much easier to choose to love your friend whom you already respect or admire or honor on a certain level when they mess up or do whatever, it's it's much easier to choose to love them in spite of that than it is to con- try to continue loving them when all you have is <clears throat> this kind of dynamic where I'm used to you being like this and doing mm-hmm. these things this way as my partner and when you don't behave in that way, it makes me feel like I don't know you yeah. or I can't trust you yeah. or whatever thing happens. So when you do have a solid friendship, it makes it easy to say, yeah, you, this ain't, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But I can choose to love you anyway because I have so much respect for you in other ways as my friend. Yeah. Loyalty, um, I think, is a lot easier when you can consider somebody a friend in a genuine way like somebody who you really are like I really can't see my life without you yeah um so I'm gonna I'm gonna look past this thing right now or I'm or I'm willing to work through this thing or whatever whatever the solution needs to be so yeah I appreciate that I think it confirms something that we've heard over and over again but that never gets old and I think that needs to be a constant reminder yeah um because we can be in such a big rush. Yeah. 
to uh, get to the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for for being on in your all of your newness. <laughs> of all being of the newness. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, we are just past the twenty four hour mark, and. Um, I told LaShonda we were in the car. I said, it's going to settle in when everybody goes home. Yeah. I said, I think the moment when you have to talk to somebody who doesn't know Rob and you have to say something about your husband mm-hmm. and you really have to say my husband yeah. because you can't just say Rob yeah, because yeah. this person doesn't know what Rob, right. that doesn't right. mean anything to them. Right. Like, right. And you have to, you're, you know, oh, let me talk to my husband. It's going to be like, Wait a minute. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, yeah. we're making life decisions together as husband and wife, and it's going to hit, like, mm-hmm. kind of just in that way. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like, I'm, and probably for him, too. I'm like sure, he, yeah. He always says, like, well, I mean, I was always calling you wifey. I was like, I understand that, but I think there's a dynamic when you when you say when it's something wife. new. Like, yeah, because, I mean, even when we got engaged... It took me a few times to not say boyfriend mm-hmm. because that's what you're used to saying mm-hmm. before you're saying fiance. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, now it's like a, you have to, I guess, in the midst of, in the beginning, it might be a little adjustment. Like my fia- my husband, mm-hmm. you know, like I, and I, it, it was funny because I said something to the effect of, when a friend, you know, she didn't have a place to stay like the last night or whatever. And I said, well, I can't offer to for you to stay in my room because I'll be with my husband. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I will have a husband. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in the room with You're my husband. Whole yeah, ass yeah. husband. One whole, one whole. One whole you are husband. one whole ass husband. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you are one whole ass husband. A whole ass husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. On that note, thank you all. If you want to see some photos from awesome. the event, I would love to. You can go on Instagram and search the hashtag Lee Squared R L L E E S Q U A R E D, the letter R and the letter L. Check that hashtag and you'll see photos from the beautiful event to Facebook and Instagram. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's Mm, that's it. it. Thank you for having us. Ah, Thank you for being on. Don't forget you guys to check out archived archived episodes of the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Search hashtag RMOH for Mural Matters of the Heart. I am your host, Joy. Thanks so much for tuning in and until next time. I hope you enjoyed episode number 19 of the Real Matters of the Heart podcast entitled The Day After I Do. If you haven't already, please like, follow, share, subscribe, all the above on iTunes and SoundCloud, hashtag R-M-O-H. Leave me a comment or review, listen to past archive episodes, and share these episodes with your friends. You can also find me on social media at Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send me your comments, your questions, your concerns. If you have topic suggestions, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, all the above. I love to hear from you guys. This is all about community, of course. It's a place for us to come and be while we're still becoming. So as we evolve, as our ideas expand, as we understand more about life, I really want to hear from you guys. So please let me know that you're out there, that you're listening, that you're enjoying or that you're not enjoying. And if you have some suggestions about how I can make the show better, all the above. This is this is not about me, guys. This is about us. So let me know what you want to hear. And um I look forward to hearing from you all. So again, you can find me on social media, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. Follow, subscribe, share, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Until next time, bye.